0: Welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. Michael, what's going on? Oh, you know, the sun is shining. Uh,
1: It's
0: a beautiful day in paradise.
1: (laughs) Yes, the the paradise of Los Angeles, California. The palms are swaying. (laughs) Where we definitely didn't lose power yesterday because it rained for five minutes. For like two hours. Actually, you know what happened? Somebody wrecked
0: into a pole. Really? Yeah. That okay, now that is the single most LA But yeah. like that's because of the rain. I knew it. I knew it. You don't know that. I... They could have just been drunk.
1: It's <laughs> true. It was like eleven in the morning. Uh yeah, no, that's uh that was that was the fun excitement that we, we had. Uh, yeah,
0: that's why this episode's coming
1: to you a day late. <laughs> uh so yeah. What are we talking about today, Zach? Um, We're gonna get into some things. It's been a while since we've done a shitty Christians reading series. I'm excited. And I have not one, not two, but three articles to share with you today—a triptych, if you will. Our
0: poor listeners. <laughs> Our poor listeners—they uh, don't—they don't know how to read, and I just think we shouldn't inflict this on yeah, them. Yeah, no,
1: it, it's frankly unfair to uh, share the beauty of these thoughts, uh, or to share the beauty of written language, but choose such terrible <laughs> words to do it. Uh, yeah. So, without spoiling anything, I'm just going to tell you right now, Zach, there is a disease running rampant amidst, amidst the young men of this generation. Oh. and oh, the people no. over at desiringgod.com have some solutions. Is this
0: about hot boy summer? <laughs> <laughs> this is about hot couch boy summer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so before we get there though, there is just just a bit of topical news okay. to get to. Okay. Uh, you may have heard a thing or two about these here vaccines, Zachary. Yeah, they're accelerating. Uh, that's that's what it's I good. hear There's some that's good what news. we hope potentially. Uh, and I, I just wanted to uh, step in to share maybe a bit of a cause for concern. Ooh, okay. Because as okay. you see, there are some some religious figures that take issue with these vaccines. Wait, a religious person <laughs> is taking an issue
0: with the vaccine?
1: Shocking! <laughs> I know. Crazy. Uh, but as it turns out, this this here new Johnson and Johnson vaccine mm-hmm. that's about to be rolling out, and that you know they're promising high production on, is probably going to be the vaccine that many of us have access to. Yeah. Well, there's some there's there's some figures that take issue with it. You see that Johnson and Johnson vaccine is full of dead baby parts. <laughs> what's just chock full of them? But what's the issue? It's just it's just baby pulp running into your <laughs> veins.
0: Just remember that scene, unplanned, mm-hmm. where they just like do the first abortion and it's bloodier than Alien. Yeah, it's just that slurry.
1: That's that's everyone getting their right. second it's shot.
0: It's just this raspberry. <laughs> it's just that. It's raspberry colored. syringe just forced straight into your arm yeah
1: the johnson and johnson vaccine actually isn't a shot they just set you up on a high school (laughs) auditorium and then pour pig's blood on your head like carrie and then you're vaccinated congratulations
0: the johnson and johnson isn't actually a shot it's just they get you (laughs) pregnant and then they abort that baby (laughs) (laughs) sign me up uh so wait lena dunham actually did that bit she's like i wish i had had an abortion Oh my god which is just like lady i'm pro-abortion and you're making, and you're it, making
1: weird. it weird way to go <laughs>
0: So, this comes courtesy of a
1: couple people. There's a guy, he's a bishop in Texas, so you know mm. he's psychotic, yeah. who just goes on and on about how,
0: like... I'm surprised he had time in between shuffling all the pedophiles to different parishes. Uh,
1: and, and he had issues with the morally compromised cell lines oh, involved in this vaccine, which is a hell of a phrase. Because you'd think, you know, their whole thing is that we can't be killing these innocent babies. Right. How did the baby get morally compromised? How did this baby turn so slutty? <laughs>
0: But he's actually
1: referring to...
0: That baby could have been Hitler, Michael. <laughs> but they, if they killed it. Think of all the Hitlers
1: we'd avoided. we've would avoid. we avoided.
0: So many. That's something we don't talk about enough. <laughs> all the baby Hitlers that would have been. All, all the podcasters. If, if only we could have go back to 1890s Germany. Austria, excuse me. 1890s Austria. So glad you corrected And yourself. make abortion legal.
1: We could have solved a lot of problems. So, he is referring to the per C6 fetal cell line. Oh, my God. I'm already tired. That originated in an 18-week-old fetus aborted in 1985. I hate everything. So, because a fetus was aborted in 1985, that means that your grandma... Probably shouldn't get the vaccine. Although both of these figures, like Russell Moore yep. from the SBC, who says uh, we should oppose authorizing or funding research rooting, rooted in the taking of innocent human life. Um, shut the fuck up. Which is funny. What's going on in Syria? I, I think that we should uh, uh, oppose authorizing or funding denominations that are rooted in the defense of slavery. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but what? By the way, that would encompass both the Catholics and the SBC. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, but... He says that does not mean that people should shun medical treatments that can save lives. So both of these figures are like, yeah, this is bad. We should oppose it. Also, I mean, I don't know, maybe get it.
0: Is baby is abortion wrong or not? Darling? I don't know, man. Tell me. Like At least I have a morally consistent worldview, dude. Yeah. Abortion's cool. I mm-hmm. like dead babies. Give me that vaccine. Yeah, pour that slurry on my face. <laughs>
1: God, that's, this is going to be such a gross that's, segment.
0: That's how, my, uh, that's how my skin stays so good. It's dead babies. Oh, man. that's
1: that's all your keel shit. That's right. It's all that's adult. what that is. That's
0: why it's so it's expensive. just animal
1: testing and dead fetuses all the way down.
0: Hey, hey, I would never get something with animal testing. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. I appreciate the consistent moral <laughs>
0: character of your stance
1: on that. Uh, yeah, it's... It is really funny the ways in which evangelical figures and and Catholics have it's, to bend so themselves into knots over what is you know, this cell line has been replicated millions and millions of times. like the, the idea <laughs> this is um, this is the the homeopathy of abortions. like there is no original cell left in the thing. Uh, but still we have to morally oppose it but not practically oppose it, which is extra funny
0: because, Evangelicals fucking are scared of vaccines, Like right? This this is very funny from people who live and work in buildings. And by the way, I went to two schools built by slaves. Mm-hmm. But these people all work in buildings and institutions built by slaves in a country. And you're like, I'm really worried about this fetal line that has been cloned 7 million times since 1985. Right. and like It's kind of rich, buddy. You guys are a little behind
1: the curve because the actual <laughs> people that belong to your uh, religious denominations are way more psychotic than you are. Oh yeah. I saw I saw a Facebook thread just this week from somebody in my hometown church and they just asked like, "Hey, is everyone getting vaccinated or not?" and like, "Don't argue, just let us know." And it was honestly about like 60-40 for not.
0: Well, yeah, and I, without going too much into it, we have a buddy who's in the military. He got vaccinated and the vast majority of the people he was with did not. Incredible. And they just had off, they just had access. Do you want to be vaccinated? And the vast majority of them were like, "Nah, bro."
1: Incredible stuff. Just, so just
0: like, I'm going to go and just like get vaccines and just double fist and just stabbing. Oh people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, going I'm gonna down.
1: I'm gonna drink uh, the vaccine like it's a 12 pack of Natty Light, <laughs> and I'm a first first uh, semester freshman <laughs> trying to pledge a frat. Like I'm just I, I'm going to do uncomfortable things with that vaccine.
0: I found out <laughs> in North Carolina starting March 24th, if you have smoked more than 100 cigarettes. You can be eligible for the vaccine. I need to Let's visit my i Let's buy some packs, baby. <laughs> Carolina, I baby. I have North Carolina ID still. I'm, I've smoked 100 cigarettes in my life. Let's fucking go. I'm Let's getting that
1: vaccine. Let's go. Uh, I mean, given that it's a tobacco state, that's a good way to open it up, actually. It's pretty smart, actually. I, I respect it. Okay, <laughs> also, so. Also,
0: who hasn't smoked 100 cigarettes? What are we, 12? Yeah,
1: if you haven't smoked 100 cigarettes, turn off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not willing to dance with the nicotine devil, then you can't play with us in the (laughs) starry moonlight. We're cool. (laughs) We are so not cool. All
0: right, what else we talk about?
1: So our main event (laughs) today—the thing that I am so excited to share with you guys—is, you know, we're going to be dealing with a crisis of masculinity. That has been okay. infecting not just the church, but the entire world. True. And I am talking, of course, about the scourge mm-hmm. of Fortnite.
0: Wait, okay. <laughs> I need you to back up here for a second. The morally love, repugnant behavior. I love the idea. Like, one out of three women are sexually harassed. Like, one out of four are mm-hmm. assaulted. Basically, all of them are sexually harassed. Excuse me. But, like, one out of four women are straight up sexually assaulted. Like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know what? The real thing I need to worry about are them video games. Them,
1: they're Video games.
0: Men are just like rape monsters running about the world assaulting whom they may. And you're like, I'm concerned that they're playing video games with their time.
1: Well, maybe it's the video games that are teaching them, Zachary. They are quite violent after all. Goddamn. So <laughs> this was an interesting update because I, I remember yeah. in sort of a post the Columbine panics. era this mm. like, oh, violent video games are turning the frogs gay. Like, <laughs> I remember that era of Christian concern trolling. Why are um, we
0: worried if the frogs are gay? Yeah let him hang out Jerry
1: seems great he's really happy (laughs) just got his little toadstool you should see yeah both Jerry's you should see their toadstool it's lovely
0: (laughs) that's on the line that's on the line sir But also, the toastal is fucking lovely. It's what are you doing? Very do? nice. It's
1: tastefully done. Decorative ferns on the toastal. <laughs> Anyways, but this isn't really what is happening now. You see, mm-hmm. Christians right. are innovative in their ability to find <laughs> problems with things.
0: But anything but the predators in their own yeah, organization. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I went hunting Okay. Uh, because I am a gamer, I am concerned with gamer rights. This is the thing sure. that I am passionate about. Yeah,
0: I play Nintendo Switch during every recording.
1: Oh, yeah. Currently, we are Mario Tennising nice right now. Nice shot. Oh, thanks, man. You're not very good at this game. Damn it. (laughs) You didn't have to tell the people. And so I went hunting, and, uh, you know, it did not take very long uh, for me to stumble upon (laughs) DesiringGod.com, a a John Piper imprint. Yes. Uh, You know that dude, who we love. (laughs) Uh, And John Piper's, uh, this is sort of his blog. Mm -hmm. He writes a lot of stuff on it, but he also brings in a lot of people to write for it. It's just one of those, like, weird parachurch. Thingies. are but, we
0: sponsored by them? Of course.
1: <laughs> bring it on. Uh <laughs> desiring something. <laughs> and so if you just type in video games into uh, the search oh no. bar, it will it will return to to you a bevy of articles. It is a shocking, like dozen plus articles written over the years about video games, the issues of video mm. games, masculinity and video games. There's a great one where somebody writes to John for marriage advice and is like, hey, uh i'm engaged to this guy but he plays a lot of video games should i marry him and john piper's just like no
0: also i know a lot of women who game yeah like what the fuck like, i think i saw an article the other day it was like the majority of adults or women are gamers or like the majority of gamers are adult women regardless they're a huge percentage of the market 100 <laughs> i mean like again we'll
1: get to that these people's inability to conceptualize yeah anything but this very specific view so I just went through and picked out a few of them. Okay. Uh, they get progressively more deranged in a way that I find really fun. I'm upset. And there's so much there about their worldview in it that I'm really excited to okay. into. So this is Article 1. Title, Expect More from Young Men.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, you <laughs> know. Zach's
1: on board. Zach's like, yeah, yeah, we're useless. <laughs> I'm
0: here for that. Well, I
1: doubt it's gonna go where I wanted to. Uh, he is a professor of biblical theology at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and the author mm-hmm. of a book that I'm sure is great. Work and our
0: labor in the Lord. I, I'm not happy.
1: Yeah, I'm very, I'm very concerned. Uh, like about our future episode where we have to read that and I, I go insane. We were, uh,
0: we were scheduling uh, a guest. And they were like, yeah, when do you get off work? And I was just like, oh, I don't really. Yeah. That's not really a thing I do. Uh,
1: yeah, the subtitle of this book, I'm sure, is something like, Why Jesus Opposes the Minimum Wage.
0: <laughs> Why Child Labor Honors Our Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah. supposed we were not supposed to spare the rod. <laughs> okay, opening line. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Throughout history, we have thought of young men as restless, healthy and built for activity. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh Jim. Jim, Jim, are you on the toadstool as well, buddy? Like Jim That's okay. You're but saying
1: like- a little more than I think you're saying here. He goes on. Words like driven, hard charging, and adventurous. Okay,
0: Jim, you're come making
1: to mind. You're
0: making me hot under the collar. Jim. Jim,
1: what is going on? Jim's like, and more words like burly, oiled, ripply. <laughs>
0: Bandex. <laughs> it's like when you read, "My name is Red," and like the like the uh, the craftsmen and the, the boys are like writing each other love letters. It's it is
1: genuinely like the unexpected eroticism <laughs> of the opening line about how video games are bad. I'm here for it, very very good. Uh, okay, so he has some thoughts about young men. <laughs> <laughs> we are eager. To see young men exert energy. Okay, dude.
0: You know what you're doing at this point. This is, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: I'm going I'm to say to this point, you know exactly what's happening. You know what you're about, Jim. We know what you're about. You can't fool us. Because we all know what happens when you put testosterone together with capacity to work for the kingdom. Oh,
0: my gosh. This, the South Park joke. Like, I want to get on my knees and please you, Jesus. <laughs> it's just...
1: Okay, <laughs> one the weird testosterone thing, like, and then like work for the uh, just like what is this weird labor camp you've invented, full of like testosterone <laughs> injected, like just injecting testosterone, just restless into men. healthy
0: men full of testosterone,
1: restless healthy men adventuring together,
0: <laughs> exerting energy. Okay,
1: <laughs> and actually, you know, I have seen what happens when testosterone filled men try to do work for the
0: kingdom, and it's not great. Yeah, it's not a great look. It uh, it just it, it involves, and, and I sadly, in the best case scenario, a lot of lawsuits.
1: Yeah, yeah, When we're lucky enough to get there, um. Okay, so his point is basically that we have a bunch of these dang young men living in basements, their parents' basements, and he quotes some statistics <sighs> about like one fifth of the population is simply being idle, not in school and not working.
0: Man, I. I wonder
1: why that is. Yeah, the only possible explanation is video games, right? That's the only reason. There's no other reason <laughs> that young people in our society today might have trouble with gainful employment or doing work that has value. Is it, I mean, I think
0: what's amazing, too, is, I mean, five clubs full of shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, this has been a problem for decades in capital.
1: Since 1982, when Pac-Man was released <laughs> in their case. Yes,
0: when this began. <laughs> when the problem began, Zachary. Pong. But there's definitely a problem of like meaningful, purposeful yeah. whatever in this country. And to just to turn that back on individuals is such an old, disgusting trope.
1: Yeah, I mean, this and... was written in 2017. And the <laughs> idea that you made it through the 2008 crisis and, and, and through uh, yeah. all of the, like, you know, that we still hadn't recovered from. And Mm. still haven't recovered from before we hit our next crisis. Never will. And and your only conclusion is like, well, they're just idle. They're they're just idle. That's the only reason this is happening. Incredible stuff.
0: That's me. You're literally only talking. I'm the only lazy person. This is a call
1: out for us for sure. We're podcasters. We contribute nothing to society. Everyone
0: else. (laughs) But I'm
1: offended on behalf of my brethren who are out there (laughs) trying to do some shit. Okay. He mentions that like video game time has increased. Since 2005.
0: Dude, games are so good.
1: <laughs> Animal Crossing is really fun. Yeah. Nice shot, by the way. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And I, to- I told you I don't suck. In, in uh, what is one of my favorite moments, he points to happiness data, which indicates that the reported life satisfaction of these less educated young men has gone up. Well, yeah. He says, these guys are not married, not working, playing video games in mom's basement, and loving it.
0: <laughs> First of all, whoa, dude. Second, Calm down. I was talking with a friend who's gamefully employed, wife two kids the other day, and was like, yeah, my wife. My two kids were all sick at the same time this weekend. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> of course like... I was happier when we played Mario Tennis this weekend.
1: <laughs> Obviously. I'm just I'm just going to say this on behalf of all these young men he's shitting on. This is king shit. This is king shit. These king men shit. have figured well it done. out. That they are making <laughs> okay. some shit happen. Living their best digital lives.
0: Honestly, here's the thing. If you are part of a crumbling capital system that is offering you nothing meaningful, worthwhile and no real ability to get ahead, Or, like, actually have some stability, why, even if you could have shitty work, why would you fucking take the $7 job at a mall? Yeah. Why? This is actually better. This is a smarter choice. This is a much better play. And I say that as somebody that, like, wants
1: people to be able to do genuinely valuable things. Of course. We're socialists. We want all of us to be involved in building a better world together. Obviously. But, like, bro, look around. Yeah. Like, you're either working at the pretzel place at the mall or you're in the basement playing Command & Conquer. I know which one I'm choosing.
0: Yeah.
1: Or your podcasting, the worst option. (laughs) Okay. So he's identified a problem, yes? Sure. Uh, He he has made up this thing. These 20% of people that aren't working, clearly all of them, every single one of them, is just a young man choosing to live in a basement. There are no other people that struggle (laughs) with finding employment in America. So now that he has identified this very real problem, what is his solution? Yes. Give it to me. comes from the Apostle Paul. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat.
0: That's not a solution. That's not a solution. You were just describing something. <laughs> you were just you were just describing starving people. This like, is some lip shit. This, this is, is like, a, honestly it is, and it's also conservative. But like, well, there's a problem. We should punish people out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is this is the only solution that our political system has, which is to uh, you know, fine you and yep. like jail you, you, beat talk you, talk shit about you, like. This is everything from conservatives being like, we need to get rid of welfare so people learn how to pull those, on those bootstraps again. To liberals being like, ha ha, you're stupid because you're poor.
0: Right. You, you don't deserve to get the vaccine because some assholes in your state gerrymandered it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is all of those things. And he goes on. He won't get a job. He wants to sit in the basement on the PlayStation all day. Stop <laughs> stocking the fridge. You're the oldest man in the world. <laughs> I'm Garrett, yes. Cut off the food supply. It's time for him to provide for himself. Starve your children, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he says young men, you know, I'm assuming he's talking like 20 somethings, but I'm saying start at 12. 12 years old, your kid comes to you for some V-Bucks. You go to the fridge, and you throw all your food in the trash, and you say, fucking earn your food, and then you can buy your V-Bucks.
0: Drive them to the coal mine that has been <laughs> yeah. shut down. Kick them into Make it. them go down into the shutdown coal mine and chisel with, with just a simple screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Tell them to chisel some to heat the damn house where they sleep at night. Don't as forget. If you didn't create this person.
1: Yes, as if you didn't build the world that... All of the rest of us have to live in uh, and especially make sure that that screwdriver has been blessed by some sort of spiritual authority because he's going to have to kill a lot of the minor ghosts that are coming after him from all of the people who died there. It's,
0: it's the minor ghosts are fucked up. We agree. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's a little sad. Okay. He then says, does this <laughs> seem harsh? Oh my God. <laughs> it actually would be a great kindness. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> This is the kind of like evangelical gaslighting that I'm so used to.
0: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like, does throwing your kid in a mine where they have to fight generations of ghosts seem harsh? No, it's actually kind. Yeah, yeah. Does beating your small child so that they learn not to step to you
1: seem a little harsh? Well,. Uh, God says you better hit him harder.
0: Well, you know, it beat John Piper to death with a <laughs> wrench because he wasn't uh, upset enough about Robbie Zachary uh-huh. So I don't know. These, these, I'm getting mixed messages. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: true. That's true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to investigate uh, the libness of my soul. <laughs> Come to the radical decision to uh, say hi to John Piper. <laughs> okay, we need to keep moving, yes. but there is one more quote I okay. have to get to from this. Uh, he goes on to quote a U.S.
0: president. No.
1: As <laughs> says a former U.S. president once referred to the soft bigotry of low expectations. To expect a man in his 20s to remain jobless, uneducated, and unmarried while devoting his energy, his ingenuity, his creativity surfing the web or playing video games is to expect nothing from him. And to expect nothing from someone is the worst kind of insult.
0: Phrase, soft bigotry of low expectations, sounds Yeah, familiar. where did where? it come from? Yeah. I
1: seem to recall that that was, <laughs> oh, I remember, George W. Bush telling black people he's getting rid of affirmative action.
0: Oh, cool, fun. So
1: that was how George W. Bush was telling people, like, hey, hey, listen, clearly, uh, you know, we are going to remove one of the methods we have for dealing with the systemic oppression that you've dealt with in the educational system in the past, but it's okay because we just believe that you can do it.
0: Yeah, you are good enough to overcome the fact that, like, you have one-tenth the wealth of a white family. Yeah, yeah, that, generally, that generally doesn't, speaking. Because what it essentially says is, like, oh, it's just your brain when it comes to standardized testing. hmm that's Bro. all.
1: Right. Uh, that term, also coined by Michael Gerson, who was George W. Bush's chief speechwriter, professional ghoul, and the very man who wrote the axis of evil speech that single-handedly— near single-handedly derailed attempts oh, at yeah. peace and brought us to the brink of the war. The access like, of evil
0: speech also uh, was a surprise to Iran. They weren't expecting Yeah, they it were not there. expecting it. We, and we had been working with Iran at mm-hmm. the time in Afghanistan. Now, I'm not saying we should have been in Afghanistan. I'm saying we should be friends with Iran.
1: I am definitely saying that, like, there was a process that was happening that this man crafted the language that single-handedly made sure that we were headed to Iraq.
0: And that's already after the Clinton administration for all its many foibles had been trying to thaw relations with North Korea. Like, Everything could just be fine. Yeah. So a man so <laughs> evil that his current job is writing for the
1: Washington Post.
0: Oh, my God. You start there, obviously. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 be- I buried the
1: lead just <laughs> like I'm, he does. Um, but
0: that guy is the guy that this seminary professor chooses
1: to quote. A, a man, a racist man doing a racism yep. is what he chooses to quote for uh, defending the dignity of gamers.
0: Hey, guys, log off. We need to treat gamers the way we treat Muslims in the Middle East. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Oh man. God, fuck off,
1: dude. It's it's really really ugly. It's also
0: very 90s. Like, oh man, these video games are going to rot the minds of our youths.
1: Uh, it gets better. Does it? <laughs> it, it does. Let's move on to article 2, shall we? Kay. Fake love, fake war. Oh no. <laughs> Why so many men are addicted to internet porn and video games?
0: Uh that's a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a lot. It's also written by the gentleman we mentioned earlier in the episode and many times before, Russell Moore, Southern Baptist leader of the Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, public policy oh. arm, <laughs> blah-de-blah. Blah. The guy that they keep trying to throw out for being too dang liberal is here to tell you why internet porn and video games are ruining your soul.
0: Why is he getting rid of all the cool shit? <laughs> Dude, understand.
1: it's the chocolate and peanut butter of life. Come on.
0: No. <laughs> Nobody
1: has any nice things. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Okay, opening line. You know the guy I'm talking about. He spends hours into the night playing video games and surfing for pornography. He fears he's a loser and he has no
0: idea just how much of a loser he is. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you negging this dude? Like, are okay, you, like, Russell. I just see you like looming overhead as he's like jerking in bed being like, you loser. Yeah, it's just, it's just go off, I guess. Like, I mean, this, is, this is some hardcore doming shit right here, <laughs> it's bro. Su- it's Such a weird d- You fucking little like, yeah, do, do you like it when I call you a slime puppy? Like This is some serious like uh, succession level shit right here. It
1: is. So you, it's so got so much going on there. Um, <laughs> we could spend a whole episode just diving into how we feel when Russell Moore calls us a loser. <laughs> but we got to keep going. You might be wondering, Zach, why would you combine porn and video games? <laughs> like,
0: Am I wondering that? <laughs> okay. uh,
1: he has a reason, though. He says both are meant to simulate something, something for which men long.
0: I'm really concerned about what video (laughs) games apply, what we're longing for, but let's get there.
1: Uh, Let's get to the specifics, shall we? Pornography promises orgasm without intimacy.
0: Ah, dude.
1: (laughs) Video warfare promises adrenaline without danger.
0: Oh, no. That's, oh, no. The arousal
1: that makes these so attractive is ultimately spiritual To the core.
0: Dude, you are telling yourself so hard right (laughs) now. When you are like, sex and death, sex and violence, for me, Russell Moore, are
1: the same. The things that I long for in my world, fucks and murders.
0: That's it. That's all I care about. This is canon now. Russell Moore gets hard when he sees somebody shot on screen. Yeah, Russell Russell
1: Moore's dick gets more erect with his kill-death ratio. Like, that is is the only thing that's happening this
0: is not a normal thing to just together. The
1: idea that like the arousal is ultimately spiritual to the core like I you know I think there is something to be said about like how our sexuality sure. connects with God and like I I do believe things like queerness is holy but the arousal of straight dudes is decidedly not. Definitely, not. definitely there's the no. most unholy thing. No. There's nothing darker in this world than a straight dude being aroused.
0: Yeah, I uh that's why I chemically castrated myself. Good and man. you. So that's going to uh, kick into effect later. It won't come up again. But uh, it literally won't. But <laughs> I also just think they're so deeply fucked up to yeah. be like, no, it's good. Like, what you, we, actual war is good and spiritual. Yeah, we no. need to, no, dude, no. Exactly, no, we <laughs> need to get
1: there because he, he takes this places. But I also just need to say, like, hey, listen. Video games aren't just killing people, dog. Yeah, like have my, you people never heard of my, Minecraft? My, my like par-
0: my partner playing the sh- seven hundred hours of fucking Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing, and me playing a lot of Mini Animal like, Crossing. A, it's like the nicest game, a game that is built around decorating and friendship.
1: Yes, <laughs> like, sending nice things to your friends since we can't afford them in real life. Uh, it's uh, it is it is very much telling on yourself that for all of these articles yeah. and all these people, the only thing that video games could possibly mean to them is murder.
0: Murder boners. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, you have to unlock that weapon. That's a tier three perk. <laughs> okay. God intended a man to feel the wildness of sexuality.
0: Dude, you're making me so uncomfortable right now.
1: <laughs> in the self-giving union with his wife.
0: Uh, please stop. <laughs>
1: and a man is meant when necessary to fight for his family, his people, and for the weak and vulnerable who are being oppressed.
0: I just, this, I agree. Okay. This is actually a moment I want to take here. Yeah. I grew up with the idea that like you could do violence on the behalf of the oppressed and that Mm -hmm. like that was a good thing that was a thing that we did yeah and now they're telling me i can't do a socialist revolution solid (laughs) okay keep going but secondly there's almost there's almost zero examples of that in american history and and you would always point to like world war ii which you know spoiler uh, we didn't do to save the Jews. Yep. Uh, we did because they bombed Pearl Harbor. We would have let the concentration camps go on far longer. And that's not okay. But we did the right thing accidentally mm-hmm. in World War II. After doing the wrong thing for 200 years before that, and the wrong thing 100 years after that. And so I just... I There's almost no examples of this. There's also no examples of this in scripture. There's no examples of like, go kill a bunch of motherfuckers to do it. Now... I am probably. I mean, there are
1: definitely examples where God says go kill people in the Old right. Testament. But
0: there's not in the New.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I know you
0: know this. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying, I'm, a, I'm pro-socialist revolution, but I also think you are treading on real thin ground when you're like, God wants you to go do violence on the behalf of the oppressed. Yeah, the idea
1: that God, for him, is basically stand your ground laws, and that violence, <laughs> fuck, violence is good because we do, use this to defend the vulnerable and oppressed. Okay, so you must not be much of a man then, because I can think of a lot of vulnerable <laughs> and oppressed people that you aren't doing shit for, Russell. More. in
0: your fucking organization. If you actually believe this, you'd be going to do some violence and some fucking youth he pastors. He would be
1: boondock saints it his, 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 like going from country church yeah. to country church, now, fixing
0: this if shit. If you were doing that, if you were out there clipping youth pastors, allegedly, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> parody, parody, all in the game. Right, but like, I don't see that, Holmes. I don't
1: see it, actually. Okay, enjoy this mentally deranged paragraph, Zach. Are you ready? <laughs> no,
0: obviously not. I think you're
1: ready. Oh, man. I'm not even sure I'm ready to read it. Okay. The drive to the ecstasy of just love Ah. and to the valor of just war are fundamentally gospel matters. The sexual union (laughs) pictures the cosmic mystery of the union of Christ and his church.
0: Please stop. The call to fight
1: (laughs) is grounded in a God who protects his people. A shepherd Christ who snatches his sheep from the jaws of the
0: wolves. Christ, who ne- no point did anything except drive some people out of a temple. But uh, go off, King. Yeah, and <laughs> um- Listen, if we're just talking about
1: the history of the uh, Christian Church and violence, you're the fucking wolves. Right? You're yeah. the wolves every time.
0: Here's the thing: I'm not convinced of being a pacifist. I am convinced Christians should maybe take a century of being yeah, pacifist and be just good. try it the fuck out. Just uh, just give it a shot. Yeah, just cool off after two thousand, almost two thousand years of fucking pillaging, murdering, and raping yeah. your way across the world.
1: Yeah, it, it, I just I could I could do with a century without another like uh Instagram uh fomenting of fake revolution and the capitol steps waving christian flags as you try to burn down buildings like i just just take a breather guys take five I, you know s- they're really into parenting it's time for a timeout. i just christians don't need to talk about being a
0: warrior ever fucking again uh what is just love i really am concerned <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> this thing is so freudian oh yeah like the whole thing of like war Love, fuck, kill. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even subtext. No,
1: this is this is full on like psycho fuck warrior shit. Like this is <laughs> right. this is Conan the Barbarian fanfic. Yep. Mm. Uh, this this man hates porn, yep. clearly, but it's because he jerks off exclusively on his like you know production quality mm. William Wallace reproduction <laughs> claymore. <laughs> That's the only thing that can get him going anymore. Like it is crazy how much. It just naturally sprang from his soul <laughs> to be like, you know the two things that God really wants us to do? Sex and murder. <laughs> That's what he And the saying. thing that oh he's mad God, about, dude. about pornography and video games, is that it's keeping men from doing their godly duty of the sex murder. <laughs>
0: I, I just, I, okay, I, you know, I gotta say something, yeah, though. Okay. I gotta compliment this right. piece. Yeah, please. This is the best piece of writing we have ever read on this that wasn't like a genuine sort of like passion of ours yeah, yeah. it's the best piece of writing we've read from the evangelical because it actually bears his soul right? like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. beautiful in a way it's <laughs> ugly because it's showing the perversion in mm-hmm. beneath man it is showing it is like a von trier film you know like it's just like <laughs> oh yes i see what we are capable of when i read this this is uh the act of killing just in, in like <laughs> article form if the guy's uh, That were in the act of killing also made the act of killing. made the movie. (laughs) Okay. So, dear listeners,
1: you might be thinking, (laughs) what are we to do? We have lost an entire generation of men to the worlds of Warcraft. Not bad. And he says the answer to both of these addictions. Okay. And they do always insist that these things are addictions. They love addiction. Is to fight arousal with arousal.
0: Okay. (laughs) Now we're talking about something else that I might agree with, to be honest. But like, uh, are we back to the first guy's article Yeah, I feel again? like we are back to young men sort of needing to exert some energy. Oh man,
1: arousal with arousal.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fellas, do you hate it? Do you, do you hate it when your bro is fighting arousal with arousal?
1: Uh, listeners, if your arousal lasts more than four hours,
0: find something
1: else arousing and do that
0: and fight it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then make them fight like Pokemon. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> okay. Set forth the gospel vision of a Christ who loves his bride and who fights to save her. So is I, it's is it's Jesus th- seducing me in
0: this scenario? Does he know any women? Like what do you Doing why do you fight why are you having to fight constantly on behalf of these women? Are they are you in a Kate? Are you okay, Russell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moore?
1: Russell, Russell, if you need to fight on behalf of all every woman that you <laughs> see, <laughs> I actually I'm not gonna say that I would like for Russell Moore to fight for women more. That would be great. But um, also like I just I don't understand what's happening, dude. Okay. And then let's train our young men to follow Christ by learning to love a real woman. Sometimes by fighting his own desires and the spirit beings who would eat him up. <laughs> what? don't know what that even
0: – I honestly got nothing for you on that I think. I
1: think for this one, we are confirming Russell Moore believes in the demons of pornography and video games.
0: I would Russell Moore-Carmen crossover. Mm. Yep.
1: As a video game yes. where you're Carmen shooting the demons. Okay, we got to get this off the ground. Okay. <laughs> this is the final line, and it is genuinely really bringing it all home. Let's teach our men to make love and to make war. For real. No,
0: no, stop it. War is a bad thing. I I can't believe how hard it is to explain to people war is bad. Yes. Don't kill people. War is bad. War is, war is very bad. I don't understand.
1: Like, we live in an era of eternal war. Yes. Where constantly what we are doing is sending children to mm. go commit murder and misery on behalf of global imperialist powers. Like, we do nothing but evil in the world. That is all that we can accomplish. Oh, yeah. And it breaks both... You know, entire countries of innocent lives and also these young men that got suckered into this shitty bargain. That's right. It is an evil, evil thing that we do every day across all administrations. And the idea that what this man wants is for people to put down a controller and pick up an AR-15 is genuinely deeply psychotic. And let me just say. There's no other interpretation. We focus on the war of this because put down your controller and pick up war is bad. But his version of making love is no less toxic. No. It is insanely limited. It is limited to the bounds of marriage. It is limited to the bounds of heterosexuality. It is limited in all of these ways that deny vast swaths of humanity the chance to experience the thing that he's claiming is so good and important. And, like, the idea that the problem, like, that his version of sexuality is somehow healthier than looking at pornography is asinine on its face. That shit is toxic. It hurts people. People that we've known. The purity culture that we grew up in. The, like, hyper heterosexuality that we grew up in. The, like, true love weights that we grew up in. All of those things have done infinitely more damage to the souls of the people that believe in them than, like, turning on a browser ever could.
0: Also, this is... I know we go to this well a lot because it unfortunately is true. This is fascism straight up being like war is beautiful and sex. Yeah. Like that is, that is just like hardcore. Like what the futurists were talking about, what the fascists in Germany were talking about. Like, this is just Nazi shit. This means like,
1: theology is just 300.
0: Yeah, no, I'm serious. This is just Nazi shit. Like, 300 at least had a war to fight. This is worse than 300. We are the Persian Empire in this scenario. This is just Nazi shit that, like, glorifying of, like, men should die after fucking their wives and die in battle. Like, this is just so boring Nazi-ass it's shit. It's
1: crazy. And it's even crazier that it's written in by, like, a boring 49-year-old dude who's, like, the most adventurous thing he's ever done is buy a suit in navy. Like
0: It's definitely this, like, longing of the, like, wanting to be the warrior fuck poet But yeah,
1: like, meanwhile you are one thing. of the leaders in a denomination that is doing harm to people and you're not doing shit about it the closest you could the right. closest <laughs> Russell
0: Moore has ever come to doing a good thing is saying orange man bad yeah here's the thing Russell Moore has all the names of all the dudes who are assaulting all those kids mm-hmm. in the SBC and I don't I'm not seeing any warrior shit from you dude and again, just the conflation of sex and death, dude. Be it's more. It's so. It's be, so scary. Be fucking more yeah. basic and terrifying.
1: Like. <clears throat> uh, this dude. This dude read uh, American Psycho as like a like a <laughs> how to win lo- uh, win friends and influence people. <laughs> like it was just a self help book
0: for Russell Moore. Oh man, I do need to get that font on my card, <laughs> my my, uh, my business cards.
1: Okay, we're on to Article Three. Oh my god. <laughs> This one is maybe the most special because this is a story about an undercover agent. You see, (laughs) they got a man on the inside. Okay. A Christian working in video game development. Oh, wow. How could that ever happen? How would that ever happen? Never known anybody in that scenario. (laughs) Yeah, certainly not anyone. (laughs) No, anyways. Uh, And you might think okay <laughs> but let me tell you this man is here to report back with some things okay, okay? let's do it so this is an interview with a guy who goes by the name christopher because he's not sharing his real name we'll get into
0: it oh my gosh
1: christopher had aspirations before he be- became a video game developer. Yeah, a good job in a
0: burgeoning <laughs> field. <laughs>
1: he says, "I came to faith in Christ during college, and shortly after, my desire was to become a pastor. But as I was pursuing the bachelor's degree necessary to enter seminary, I discerned in a profound way that the Lord wanted me to go back into the workplace."
0: I'm so tired of that dichotomy, but let's move forward. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, we could spend a brief second to say, yeah. like, the Lord doesn't
0: give a shit, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. And even if the Lord does, like, stop make, pretending like pastors aren't workers and aren't, like, people serving. And also that, like, people who are just in the, quote, workplace aren't also an important part of leading the church. Yeah, Stop yeah.
1: building this, like, weird wall. Yeah, stop building this weird wall and stop saying that, like, everything that you've ever done in life has been the Lord's specific calling. Because <laughs> right. well, he yeah, says, the Lord true. ended up calling me as a technologist.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just, I don't, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with what you're saying though. That like all, all of the things that we do are equally sacred about yeah, like like we I'm saying they're all on the same level, but also like these people lives by signs and signifiers, right? Well, yeah. Right? I like,
0: mean and the, uh, as we learned in Saint Maud, that's very dangerous. Yes.
1: <laughs> like, also, just The most problematic thing you can be is a want to be seminarian. The only thing worse than being a seminarian is being a man that's like, you know, I really wanted to go to seminary. It didn't work out, but it's what I dream
0: of. Yeah, if you're one of those perverts who couldn't even make the cut to seminary, (laughs) like very upsetting.
1: Okay, so he has some thoughts. He says, generally speaking, most technology sectors in the West are environments hostile towards Christians, both
0: externally and internally. I don't know what he means by both externally and internally. (laughs) You mean everywhere, assuming. But, like, also, that's just, like, I don't think that's true. Yeah, it's clearly false. But I love the
1: immediate detour into Christian grievance politics. Like, and we're going to be here for a minute. Strap in, folks. But, like, it's so good. Okay. Externally advocates of powerful narratives in our culture are putting significant commercial pressure on technology companies to align their products and brands with those narratives. In my observation, corporations end up making decisions more out of fear of worldview association brand damage than of customer happiness with their products. And Christianity is increasingly on the short end of the fashionable worldview stick these days.
0: We talked about this Uh, Off But like he's so close to like something genuine like companies are dangerous like companies do bad things private corporations don't really have an eternal worldview or morality other than making profit. I feel like that could be a problem like how Apple fights against slave laws in other countries and you know or Nike and you know all that jazz but that's not where he's going with this what he's really worried about is bringing his bible and hitting his underlings with
1: it well he's really worried about when people who play video games complain about uh you know gay trans representation Mm. people of color being leaders that's the he's talking about i think he calls them the extreme outliers and so what he's talking about is people advocating for more representation in games super gross and how Christianity's really on the short end of the stick christianity definitely the most persecuted thing happening in this country today um <laughs> and then and then this one internally i've often heard non-believers say things like i thought so-and-so was smart until i found out they were a christian christopher i i i, I do not believe that people think that you're stupid because you're Christian. <laughs> I think that people think you're stupid and a Christian. And so Christopher hears somebody being like, man, that Chris guy is a real fucking idiot. And Chris what goes, f- I am being persecuted for my faith. <laughs> so Chris, it's so I just true. love the idea that Chris has been operating for years in this totally anodyne <laughs> yep. you know, video game development industry. And he's just walking around like, I am
0: persecuted. Well, yeah, no, one person is gay and everyone's okay with that. And he's like, this is a moment of persecution to me. It's about me being persecuted. John having a loving relationship with his husband is about me being persecuted. That's right. That's right. Christopher
1: really thinks he's deep underground to the point that he says, over time and through many lessons, I have found a balance that somewhat resembles mission work in the more hostile regions of the world.
0: Shut the fuck up, Chris. God damn it
1: chris video game designer is comparing himself to the underground church and I, listen
0: I, yeah we want to say missionaries around the world that's really complicated i i, I there's a lot of issues with colonialism it, let's, there but let's not but, get into that for a sec let's say there are people who've been killed for their faith in other countries yes and people who are let's say indigenous to their local country who are part of the underground church who are getting killed that's really sad tragic And you are comparing yourself to that because one dude said you're a fucking idiot one time. Yep. That is so disgusting. Technically,
1: like, now it's three times we are also calling him yeah, an idiot. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot, dude. I cannot. No, the, the insanity of being like, you know what me being a Christian and <laughs> my workplace As, is like? In an upper middle class job with benefits. Yeah. It's like, it's like being jailed for my faith yeah, It's or like murdered. being stoned in Bahrain. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like, bro. I could not believe when he said it out loud. Because clearly that's yeah. the vision Obviously he that he's creating. It. But like... I could not believe that he said it.
0: Gosh, Christians are such psychos, man. Can they be less psycho? Uh,
1: They can't. Outside the office, however, especially during moments of suffering or genuinely personal conversation, I seek to be a more explicit ambassador.
0: Would you like me to be more (laughs) explicit? (laughs) It's just so Why are these people so sexual about everything? Oh, gee, I fucking wonder. (laughs) (laughs) reason why they the reason why all these people talk about being addicted to porn so much is because all these people are the only addicts to porn that I know
1: yeah no I they're certainly the ones that talk about it the most god damn it um (laughs) uh it's very very good this is the primary reason that I'm using a pseudonym in this interview Christopher, Chris, I don't know how to break this to you, but you are not actually underground. Everybody fucking knows Christopher. (laughs) Christopher, you open every all hands trying to pray over the bagels. Like, shut the fuck up, Christopher. Everybody knows what your deal is. Like, this man thinking that he is, like, James Bonded and Christing it through his workplace is so
0: fucking annoying. Chris Chris tried to lay hands on the intern that, like, had a cold that one time. Like, it was just like, Chris, stop.
1: Chris, Chris, stop pretending. Chris, uh, Chris has got big cronk Emperor's New Groove vibes where he's just trying to like sneak around mm. his building. Okay. He does make one good point.
0: Okay. It's the only good
1: point in all three of these articles. So I had to highlight it. And it's just very simply, he doesn't even make this point well, so I'm just going to summarize, but he's basically like, Hey, we're talking about children and video games. Like video games often hire psychologists to create behavioral, uh, behavioral feedback loops that like mm. can build addictive qualities and like we are paying people money to teach us how to make our games more engaging and, and right. keep people locked in for longer. And maybe we should take a minute to think about what it means to set an eight-year-old loose into a world that is literally designed by professionals to entrap them. And like, totally. while I still think there's some scaremongering there, there are absolute, I, I do think that is a thing worth considering. Like, that, like we create, these totally. things are created for a purpose. That purpose is to take your time and money. And I think uh, I think that's why, like, you know, you shouldn't just hand your kid a phone with a gotcha game that, no. with it, like, you know, very it, basic stuff. But I think it's a good point.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Uh,
1: Congratulations, Christopher. You did it. Uh, like,
0: <laughs> You're still pretty
1: dumb. So though. having said that. Yes. What does Chris think about his work? Zach, I've been talking a lot. Why don't you read this next quote? How how does Christopher view video games?
0: Christopher says, I view video games especially and entertainment media in general. That's an important part. Like I view gasoline. Gasoline (laughs) is dangerous and very dangerous for children who don't know how to handle it. (laughs) But since my children are going to encounter gasoline (laughs) and other flammable fuels in the course of life, other flammable fuels. Why is this metaphor so tortured? Keep going. I must teach them the benefits and dangers of gasoline, so they know how to use it and not to use it. (laughs) So first of all, we know Christopher's not a writer. That is the. Oh God! That is such a conceit. But secondly. You want to work at the children gasoline factory? Yes, day? this is what I'm saying. Like
1: Christopher has dedicated, he thought he was called by God <laughs> into this role, and then they're like, "So how do you feel about this role?" And he's like, "It's essentially like pouring gasoline over my child's head." But he's gonna do it. Yeah. So I have to teach him how to light the match.
0: <laughs> It's a very weird stance to hate the thing you feel like you're called to do. I mean, we're podcasters, so. (laughs) No, no. I just hate other podcasters. And you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The other podcaster.
1: (laughs) There are only two. It is utterly bizarre. It also has weird echoes of how uh, Christians talk about sex. Again, okay. again, like I, all, I heard this metaphor dozens of times that, mm. uh, that you know sex is like, is like fire in its proper place if you know how to use it, if you have it in its hearth. It's beautiful and can keep people warm and is important for survival, but let that shit get out of hand and it will fuck you up. So once again, <laughs> we have the same metaphor being used. We're back to the fuck murder.
0: Michael, did we ever leave the fuck murder? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. The last thing that he has to say. I
0: can't believe he keeps going after that. It's
1: a long interview. They have some things about like, mm. oh, here's some like limit your child's screen time. Who gives a your child, for the record, knows how to circumvent every single one of your rules, every, <laughs> everything that you've instituted. Your child has created Rube Goldberg style contraptions <laughs> to reset timers in your sleep. And if they haven't done that, it's because you forgot to hit start on it anyway because you were dumb. You know, he calls himself, interestingly, a technologist. And as it turns out, okay. Christopher has some thoughts, not just about where we're at now with games, but a vision of the future if you will dare i call it a prophecy and let me tell you this prophecy is more than a little apocalyptic
0: (laughs) they always are why is there never a prophecy that's like things are gonna be fine yeah Eh.
1: i prophesy zach that you're gonna have a pretty good day and uh you're gonna buy me a pizza tomorrow you
0: know i I will see i I could see that happening
1: listen either you buy me a pizza or you stone me these are your (laughs) options i'm just saying one takes less work
0: i get to win either way (laughs) yeah you this is what i'm saying it's just you know do you want stones are heavy stones are heavy i'm very weak
1: just as the earliest computer simulations allowed humans to create games where they could redefine physics for fun these technologies he's talking about like alternate reality stuff virtual reality stuff will allow humans to experience a kind of shared imagination on a large scale altering the experience of reality for a huge number of people at the same time. They will be used in trivial ways and terrible ways, (laughs) from product marketing to changing the appearance of your spouse to better fit your preferences, and worse. Oh, God. Companies will shape those reality supplements based on the ethics and worldviews in vogue at the moment, ones that maximize their economic ambitions.
0: Once again... He's so close to getting so it at the end there. So
1: close ca- to understanding capitalism he, He's so cl- He understands that corporations are bad.
0: Right. But here's the thing. If corporations are bad, let me tell you where but he, do they come from. <laughs>
1: he thinks corporations are bad because they're liberal. Like, that's so his problem. Uh, no, Okay. I mean utterly it, deranged. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea that you are concerned about a bunch of human beings participating in a shared delusion, evangelical Christian man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean this is just Ludditism. Yeah. It it is it's the same idea. New technology will ruin everything. I do to do whatever, it, man. <laughs> I, I
1: love the specificity of it though. Like like this yeah, is that's this true. is this is an idea that like you know you know the the real danger is companies
0: are gonna try to make your wife a different kind of
1: hot like
0: it's like dude i hope that's an option so i can be hotter yeah, for my yeah. partner i okay? need that
1: my partner doesn't need no. that but i fucking do. i'm
0: really looking forward to having a six-pack in this delusion here honey wear these glasses at all times forever <laughs> <laughs> oh no your eyesight's getting worse how bad how
1: sad? <laughs> oh no it's weird that the needles are coming out into your retinas okay Anyways, check out this six-pack. <laughs> we're back to the porn.
0: Back to the But, but we are pro this. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's just, I, I, I just love the completeness of, like, this vision of, like, you know, very basic cyberpunk dystopia. Mm-hmm. But the real problem is that the liberals are going to be in charge of it. Uh, and, and yeah, it's it's also just like, bro, this is already where we're at. Like, we are already living in the era of fake news and people not being able to separate truth from fiction. Like, what do you, you think we need technology, more technology to teach us how to participate in mass delusions together?
0: Oh, you like, think mar— you think marriages are gonna get worse? It's like, Fuck <laughs> off, dude. Yeah. Nah, I'm serious. This is—it's just boring. Yeah, it's—it's it's, uh, the it's specificity a... is good, but the fundamental yeah,
1: arguments. Oh, th- it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But the, the fact that he like the one very specific detail he. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried I'm gonna make him. my wife hotter. <laughs> I'm. What if I give her tits? <laughs> it's just
0: like, dude, you need to calm down. Fuck off, dude. Uh, okay, so that.
1: That is Desiring God's Thoughts on Video Games. John Piper in- endorsed and approved all of these things. <laughs> it's a watermark of him giving you the middle finger on all of
0: these articles. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, John Piper would never give you the middle finger, he'd just write a 5,000 word article about why someone else giving you the middle finger is good. <laughs>
0: Fucking guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zach, is there anything else we need to cover today? I don't think so.
0: I uh I feel good about playing some more Mario tennis though. Literally. Yeah, that'll be
1: fun. Just go have a good time. Go play some Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like do just live your life. Hang out in your parents if you have to hang out in your parents' basement, be grateful your parents have a basement. Yeah. Honestly
1: especially cook. in the middle of a pandemic when all of us are yes. doing the best we can to survive listen take care take care of your people do what you yeah. can give and yourself as much some as you have slack, energy and man. ability like to do so absolutely do do meaningful care for the people around you but also don't make it weird just, just play some fucking video games have a good
0: time yeah just give yourself some slack this is an awful time get wait till we get the shot before you really get out there and help anybody, for the most part, anyway. Yeah, sure, and uh, and then we'll, and then we'll start the revolution. That's right. That's right. As soon as we as soon as we all get vaccinated, as soon start as we finish training in our
1: video games. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough rambling. My name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor on Twitter.
0: My name is Zachary Allard. You can find me at Zachary underscore Allard. Follow the pod
1: at Shitty underscore Pod. Send us an email at CrappyChristians at gmail.com. and i could ask you to do two things before we see you next week it's send me your switch friend code and rate and review us on itunes